You can't go out playing golf having fun. Fun. Senor, you've obviously never played wing foot. It don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. You've got to be kidding me, Vegas, on Monday night. There's my picks for this week. Now, if you want next week's picks, I can give you those by Friday. What's going on, sports fans? Welcome to the Wingfoot Locks, brought to you by Wingfoot Sports. My name is Joe Masiri. As always, I am here to break down the games. You see, I'm flying solo this week. That's because our big papa, Greg Hoyle, is celebrating the birth of his child. Welcome to the world, Greg Hoyle Jr. We are very excited to have you here. And hopefully uh, you are resting with Papa right now, uh, maybe having some nice relaxing time listening to some of these picks because I know Greg hasn't had the time to break down the games this week. So this is a perfect opportunity to listen in and you guys can watch your first game as father and son together. It's fantastic. Uh, It was a tough one. Mama here is doing well. I've seen some smiling pictures, so that makes me happy. But this week, in honor of Greg, we are going to break down all four games. I've got picks for you on both teams and totals in the four divisional round matchups. And we're going to do this quick. So what I'm going to do is for each game, I'm going to start the clock. Two and a half minutes, so we'll be ten minutes total when it's all said and done. And I will let you know my picks on each game here. So without any further ado, you will see the clock here pop up in just a second. I'm getting it set. And once that clock starts, we will be off to the races. So stand by one second. The clock is up. And let's go. First game of the weekend is the Rams taking on the Green Bay Packers in Green Bay. Right now, the Packers minus six and a half points. Total over under 45. Okay, so in this one, I want to look at Jared Goff. He gets the start at QB. He is 0-2 in cold weather games. We're talking about below freezing with no touchdowns and five interceptions. Obviously, in Green Bay, it's going to be cold. I think it's going to be right around freezing the expected temperature at kickoff. Something to pay attention to. Aaron Donald said that he is good to go this week. He doesn't want to talk about his side or his ribs, whatever was injured uh, against the Seattle Seahawks. So he says he's a a go. Will he be 100%? Big question in this one for me. One of the things that I think you need to look at is we know what the Rams defense can do, but when you look at the Green Bay Packers, it's one of the best offenses in the league, and they have a diverse set of weapons, right? We know what Aaron Rodgers can do with his arm. Uh, We know about Devontae Adams out there, but that running attack with Aaron Jones and Williams in the backfield has been really solid this season. No Cooper Cup for the LA Rams, which is, I think, something that you should pay attention to because it limits the weapons. And I don't think that the Packers' defense gets enough credit. They have given up no more than 16 points in their last three games. And let's not forget, I know that the Rams put up points in their game against Seattle, but it also had them playing from ahead most of the time, and there was a pick six in that that one which kind of turned the tide. They were playing most of that game. at It was 3-3, 6-3 very early on. A big play there, a defensive touchdown, that game ends up going over the total. I know there will be very few fans in Green Bay, but that is still one of the best home field advantages. The Packers are used to playing up in the cold. Uh, I think that the defense for 
the Rams will keep them in this one. Jalen Ramsey is really solid and should limit Devontae Adams. I don't think he's going to be able to shut him down completely, but he won't have the usual large numbers. In this game, I say lay the 6.5 with the pack, and I'm going under 45.5. I think this game plays out similarly to how New Orleans and Chicago played out last week. So I got nine seconds to spare. That's not a bad way to start the, the round off. We'll give you your time back here. The next game of the weekend is Baltimore heading to Buffalo. Right now, Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite in this one, over under 49-and-a-half. Uh, it's supposed to be cold in Buffalo, again, right around that freezing mark. I want to talk about the matchup between these two teams previously. They played last year. Buffalo had the best performance against Lamar Jackson, and we all know what he can do with his legs specifically. That showed up in the game against Tennessee. They held him, I believe, to 40 yards rushing in that matchup. Still, Baltimore was able to score 24 points. They won that game 24-17 to when they played last year. I think when you look at these two teams, there's a lot of similarities in terms of the actual players that are on the rosters from last year. Uh, But when you were able to limit Lamar Jackson, I think that bodes well for the Buffalo defense in this one. The biggest difference for these two teams right now is Buffalo on offense. Another year for Josh Allen, he has been absolutely outstanding this season with the addition of Stephon Diggs, right? That has made all the difference in this one. I think Buffalo's receiving core is is a little better in its depth than it gets credit for. I also want to look back now at the game that the Bills played against the Indianapolis Colts. That game was a close game, 27-24, and the Buffalo defense didn't look so great against the Colts. In fact, I might say that Buffalo's lucky to have come out of the win with a win in that one. Look at all the points that were left on the board. You had a missed field goal by the Colts, and then a failed fourth down conversion on the goal line. So there's six points left out there. As it was, that game was 27-24. If you look over to the other side with Tennessee and Baltimore, Tennessee, I think, overcommitted to the run. They were also without their number two wide receiver, Corey Davis, in that one. I think in this game, Buffalo is going to spread out Baltimore a little bit and be able to exploit some of the weaknesses in that secondary that, honestly, Tennessee did not try to take advantage of. They were so set on getting Derrick Henry going in that one, and it never happened. I think Buffalo is able to spread them out a little bit more, and this one ends up being a lot higher scoring. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised if Baltimore scores 24 points again, but I'm going to go Buffalo lay the 2.5 in this one, and I'm going over the total number at 49.5. This one's going to be a competitive game. I think one of the best to watch of the weekend. All right, next game on the docket. We've got Cleveland at Kansas City. Right now, the Chiefs laying 10 points in this one over under 57. All right, we'll start with the good for Andy Reid. You've probably heard these stats. Andy Reid off a bye, 21-10 and 10 against the spread, 6-2 and two in the playoffs, including 3-0 and 0 against the spread in their last three coming off a bye. But this Kansas City team isn't just rolling over everybody the way they were in previous years. They, first of all, in their last eight games, they are 0-7-1 against the spread. Then, when you look at the fact that they rested their starters in Week 17 and then had the bye. So they effectively haven't played in three weeks, right, this team, when they step on the field against Cleveland. Teams since 2004, we'll call them rested teams, That's teams that rested their starters in Week 17 because they had their playoff spot locked up and then had a bye week in the first round of the playoffs. They are 
an abysmal four and 13 against the spread, and they are eight and nine straight up. So they actually have a losing record straight up when they're resting their players. I don't think that's going to happen in this one. I don't think Kansas City is going to lose this game outright. But there were some things that you might want to watch for in this one. For example, Baker Mayfield has not turned the ball over. I believe he has one interception in his last 10 games. There's no Sammy Watkins for the Chiefs in this one. He has been a big part of their offense when healthy out there playing. And finally, Cleveland has the third-ranked rushing attack in the league. I believe Kansas City is somewhere between 21 and 24 rush defense, giving up about four and a half yards a carry. That dual-headed monster of Kareem Hunt and uh, Chubb are going to run all over this team. And if they do, they might be able to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. Look. I think that the Chiefs are going to get their points, but I think Cleveland is going to score in this one too because we know Cleveland's defense isn't good and we know that they they can rush the ball. I think that this one, despite that ridiculously high number, most people would say if it's going to go over the number, that's going to favor Kansas City. I think we've seen Kansas City fall behind early in games, and I don't think that they can come back and get this over that 10-point spread. So I'll take the 10 points with Cleveland, but I'm also going to go over that number of 57. Andy Reid's number on over after a bye are more impressive than his actual win loss record against the spread. All right, that brings us to our last game right here. Two and a half minutes. This is the one that everybody wants to see. Tampa Bay against New Orleans. Brady has been solid as of late. That Tampa Bay offense has been clicking. We know about down the stretch. uh, They have been putting up a ton of points. However, the big concern here for me is the Tampa Bay defense. They have not looked good down the stretch. In fact, they gave up Uh, They did not cover last week against Tyler Heineke at quarterback for the Washington football team. And that was despite the fact that Washington really wasn't able to get any pressure on Brady in that game. Now, they say the, the common phrase cliche out there is that it's hard to beat a team three times in the same season. But it's actually not true. It doesn't play out. If a team sweeps two games in the regular season... When those two teams play for a third time, it's happened 21 times, I believe, since 1970. The team is 14-7. and seven. The team that won the first game is 14-7. and seven. At home, at home, that team is actually 12-5. and five. There were a couple instances where a team lost two games in the regular season yet had to go on the road in the playoffs. When they are at home, they're 12-5 and five against the number. So... There's also one other very interesting point in this game. Only three times this season has New Orleans had both all Drew Brees, Michael Thomas, and Alvin Kamara healthy for the same game. Those three games were week one against Tampa Bay, the second matchup with Tampa Bay, and last week in the wild card game. So given the fact that all three of them are healthy, we have seen what they can do when they're all healthy, and they have one running away. I have no reason to think that this changes this week. Also, a note on the Tampa Bay offensive line, which really looks solid. They're going to be without one of their starting offensive linemen who was injured against Washington. I don't think that bodes well for them. Right now, I think... um, there's one cornerback, probably the third uh, string quarterback, the nickel cornerback for the Saints who might miss this one. Otherwise, these teams are relatively healthy going into this game. Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray, I believe, are both listed as questionable. I say 
lay the points with New Orleans. We're going New Orleans minus three. I'm going under 52 and a half. One other note just to pay attention to as that wraps up the games here. Pay attention to the health status of Jack Conklin uh, in the Kansas City-Cleveland game. He is one of the best offensive linemen in the league, and Kansas City uh, could really be in for a long day if they have to go up against that Cleveland line, which that offensive line is one of the best in the league with their running attacks. All right, so I'll recap for you one more time here. I like Green Bay laying the 6.5 and and under 45.5 as they take on the Rams. In Baltimore and Buffalo, I say lay the 2.5 with the Bills. I'm going over 49.5 in that game. Cleveland at Kansas City, I'm going to take the 10 points with Cleveland, and I'm going over 57 for the game. Last but not least, New Orleans, I say lay the three points against Tampa Bay and go under 52.5. So that's a look at uh, the the Joe Masseri specials for you this week. Uh, I wish Greg Hoyle the best of luck as he welcomes his new baby into this world. And obviously for the guys, for Chris Portente, for Greg Hoyle, I'm Joe Masseri. Remember, everyone, it's not whether you win or lose. It's whether or not you cover the spread. Have a great week. Enjoy the divisional round of football. We will talk to you next week as we march on toward the Super Bowl.